Welcome, what it do, and what's popping. It's your boy Marcus J. Destin, and we are back once again with another great episode of Instaviews. I want to thank Jackson Free uh, just for a dope-ass interview. Y'all really ran the numbers up on that last one, like 100-plus views on both part one and part two. So I think it's dope that I get to do this, and it's dope that y'all are watching and enjoying, and I appreciate it. Um, for those of you that don't know, Instaviews is my chance to talk to creatives, personalities, uh, artists from all over just far and wide that you may not know or for people that may know and want to know more this is just my opportunity to interview people that i know that i think are just some of the dopest people like ever so it's my chance to bring some insight to some of the illest instantly and i got one of the illest with me today the songstress supreme maya <laughs> lene what's hey, going on Listen, I'm I'm nervous. I'm super nervous because I love Maya. Uh, anybody? Uh, I love me too. I, I, I love Maya's personality. We haven't even known each other for a long time, but it feels like we've known each other like forever. So, Thanks. yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy. Like, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing okay. Okay. I'm a little stressed. I told you a little bit, a little bit. I'm a little stressed, but other than that, I'm doing okay. I'm feeling thankful. Give me give me one second. I'm gonna vacate my chair because I made myself a cocktail before this. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, my, well, Maya gets ready. Um, I just, I want to take this time again to thank y'all um, for real, for real, because y'all really took this shit out of the park. A lot of, um, a lot of compliments, a lot of questions. Y'all are now asking questions. Y'all are getting involved. And that's what this whole thing is about. Just not only just the past quarantine, but just because it's some dope shit. And I know dope people. Um, it's, and it's a yeah. blessing to know dope people. So um, that's where we are. That's where we at with it. So uh, we got a lot. Y'all sent in questions. Y'all was not playing no games. So we're going to get right to it. I am, I'm going <laughs> to let Maya introduce this song. So Maya, tell us what this is. What am I about to play for people right now? So right now... This is actually unreleased because people keep asking, well, Maya, where's the music? Are you still making music? Where's the music? So, yes, I have been working on music, um, and this is called Irrational. Mm -hmm. I've been practicing vulnerability, everybody, and it's hard. Yeah. Can I cuss next? Yeah, you you damn right. It's fucking you damn. hard. It's fucking it's hard. It's fucking hard. <laughs> um, but, um, so, yeah, this is called Irrational. It's unreleased. So... Just a little sneak peek. Just a little sneak peek. Okay, we we've been honored. So, here goes irrational. Oh, 
Listen, that shit is raw as fuck. Listen, ooh, y'all can this this little Yeti microphone ain't even doing it justice, okay? Yeah, she hitting some notes in there. This ooh, some ooh that make you you know when your friend got do like this when you a child, you ooh like ooh, ooh, ooh. I be sounding like a howling dog trying to hit these notes in the crib, man. Okay. Ooh, man. so my like. Okay, let me let me wait because I'm excited. So we are gonna start off with a game called Make It Quick. Okay, so we, we ain't got all day. We're gonna have to make this quick. All right. So I'm gonna give you some this or that questions. You pick. Mm -hmm. Now they don't really mean anything, but the last this or that game I played with Jackson Free, they they I got a couple phone calls because he picked okay. Wizards of Waverly Place over Harry Potter, and people was upset. Whoa, Jackson, Mr. Jackson. <laughs> Mr. Okay. Mr. Jackson. Mr. Jackson made this decision. I got some phone calls. They was like, yo, what's wrong with your mans? So yeah. I don't know if this is going to affect your fan base. So you got to be careful on what you're selecting because I found okay. out this matters. All right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So here we go. You ready? Yeah. All right. Phone calls or FaceTimes? Oh, my God. Can, are we still on the phone? Can you hear Yeah, I can me? see you. Yep. Okay. Somebody called me. Sorry. Um, phone calls or FaceTimes? As a female, let me just say it depends. I okay. prefer FaceTime. Okay. But sometimes you got to schedule it. Depends on who it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's very likely that you will be talking to the ceiling. That, that's honestly, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So we got FaceTime. All yeah. right. FaceTime or text? Oh. <sighs> Am I allowed to say it's a case-by-case -case basis? No, you got to pick, and you got to make it quick. FaceTime. Okay, bet, bet. Okay, swimming or sunbathing? <laughs> swimming. Okay, swimming. So, okay. Uh, love or lust? Love. Okay. Love. Okay, okay. Uh, Jill love Scott. Love have lust. Good love leads to great lust, and I think that's what people are missing. That's a lyric. That's you know what? That, let me go right there. That's a lyric. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? People yeah. don't get that. But they don't get that though. They don't be there though. They're not there yeah. for that. Um yeah. Jill Scott or Erica Badu. Fuck. My mom just asked me this. <laughs> oh, really? Yes, because they're doing a versus thing. And I'm like, oh my God, Ooh, how do I choose? First shit. of all, first of all, I love them both dearly. And oh. I know you said it has to be quick. So my first mind says Erica Badu. Okay. But I love them both equally okay okay that's fair that's a hard decision i made it hard on purpose it is yeah um now you know more about this than i do but i just wrote mm -hmm. two random signs so pisces okay. or virgo mm, beyonce the virgo virgo okay, okay. which I answer the pisces it was hell oh damn okay i don't yeah. even know what that means so what does it mean to date a pisces I love Pisces. Don't get me wrong. I love Pisces. And just like with everything else in the world, it's all about case by case and everything's just a matter of balance. But Pisces are very, they're dreamers and they're very emotional and they can get caught up in like a fantasy world or caught up in their own feelings or just, they're just emotional. I'm already very emotional, but because I'm a Taurus, I'm a um, earth sign, mm -hmm. I can come off as grounded, which really is really just a matter of, of suppressing shit. Yeah. Pisces don't really do that. They just kind of act on it or blurt it out, or at least my experience with Pisces. Or they can get stuck. I don't know. Pisces are just very emotional. Virgos are very goal-oriented, grounded. They're still very emotional, but they're hardworking, calculated. Like, mm. they're just 
first of all, Beyonce, Michael motherfucking Jackson. Um, <laughs> motherfucking Jackson. It's a lot of Virgos. A lot of artists that are Virgos, they are amazing, phenomenal yeah. fucking, yeah, so. Okay. Yeah, okay. Virgo. So, so you kind of, I feel like you kind of answered the question, but um, this next question, Beyonce or Rihanna? Beyonce. Okay, ooh, that was quick. You quick. You. I, I love Rihanna, mm -hmm. but Beyonce. Okay. Um, gospel or R&B? R&B, sorry. Sorry, God. So, sorry, Lord. My bad. My bad, man. You should have oh, made the R&B, man. That's your fault. Now, um, gospel R&B, that shit slaps. Excuse my language, God. Gospel R&B goes crazy. <laughs> I've heard some. I've heard some gospel R and B. Uh huh. Who is some gospel R and B artist? Because I don't. I don't know. What do you consider that? Um. There's so Molly Music is an R and B gospel oh, artist. Yeah, he's dope. He's dope as fuck. Well. I like. I he's love. He's super cool. I'm trying to think of somebody else. Give, we can. We can loop back around to that. But like P J Morton. P J Morton. Yeah, that was a good one. Yes, P J okay. Morton for sure. I feel that. I feel that. I do. Yeah. Okay, I agree with you on that then for sure. Um, yeah. Energy drink or coffee. Energy drink, cause coffee make me. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. Cool. Um, plane or road trip? <laughs> road trip. I'm terrified of planes. Oh really? I'm terrified. Oh damn! I didn't know that. Okay. It's not even so much that I'm really scared of the plane itself. I'm my biggest fear is free falling. Okay. Got it. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, pen or pencil? Pen. Okay. Why do I have this question on here twice? Okay. Dream girls or loving basketball green girls okay um and yeah i think that was it yeah that's it so you know shout out to my shout out to my she you know what i'm saying she validated all of her statements you know what i'm saying that, and that's what it's all about so and i stand behind them i stand behind them. you got it down the hill because you ain't right. got much of a choice right um so let's get into it my um where are you from what do you rep i was born in washington state Okay. Um, but I am a Portsmouth girl. I am seven five seven down to the socks. Um, Virginia all day long. Mm -hmm. That's where I was raised. Um, so yeah, seven five. What's up? Okay. What's up with? Okay. How have you How have you spent your your quarantine time? I spent my quarantine time. Um, I've spent my quarantine time inside of myself if that makes sense i've spent it it's been a very introspective period for me mm -hmm. um i was lucky enough to i've been lucky enough i'm still here to have spent a big chunk of quarantine in la so um it's a new environment new environments shake me up okay. um like i said i'm a tourist i'm an earth sign i'm also a fixed sign so i like routine and i like to be comfortable okay. so to have been in a space where i am fucking uncomfortable 90% of the time. Yeah. Um, it's really allowed me to explore like different versions of myself and get to know myself in a way that maybe I wouldn't have before. Okay. Okay. So that's how I've spent. That's how I've spent it. What's what's one what's one thing you've taken away about yourself from this quarantine? Um What's one thing I've taken away about myself in quarantine? Um, I need to learn how to like seize the moment more. Okay. 
and maybe release fear a little more and not be so scared of whatever. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, like you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I'm, okay. Yes. See, we get we get into the nitty gritty because I got questions rolling through my head, but we gonna get to the the meat. We gonna get to the meat first. We got we gonna get yeah, to the okay. meat. Okay. So let let's go back to a statement that you made at the beginning. You talked about um, you know, where's the music? People ask you like, where's the music? Are you still making music, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Where has Maya been in these past few years, spiritually, mentally, physically? <laughs> I have been everywhere. Okay. Okay. I feel like I've, I feel like, I promise, I have been the worst versions of myself, the best versions of myself, or at least Mm -hmm. for a moment. I've been any emotion that you can really think of, I've been there okay it's been it's been uh it's been interesting okay it's been interesting okay which which i think is really what's kind of like um inspired or not even really inspired it's almost like i'm kind of stuck inside my own head and not really in a bad way not always in a bad way anyway but just like i'm just on a path of like self-exploration and like growth Mm -hmm. and I can't stop or get out until whatever I'm supposed to you know evolve into Mm -hmm. or whatever you know destiny that I'm supposed to realize I can't get out of it until it's been um realized okay um has that journey been worth it yeah okay it doesn't feel good Okay. It feels like it feels like hell often, mm-hmm. but it's been worth it. Okay. Okay. It's definitely been worth it. Yeah. Okay. Um, how has that? And this is just off the cuff. How has that um, affected or shifted um, the music? Um, almost kind of like how I said before, like about irrational. Like it's really just shifted it from like. I want I I want it to be personal. I want it to mean something. Yeah. I want it to be felt and not just heard. Yeah. Like I want it to I don't want it to just be like, oh, oh, this is a bop. Even though of course I still want to make bops because cause duality. Yeah. I'm still all of these things. I'm multifaceted, but at the same time it's like I want the core of it to be like a feeling. Yeah. yeah. And I want to be able to be open and expressive because I've lived a fat chunk of my life closed off and guarded and fearful and so now it's like okay my nigga we either gonna stay boxed in like this forever Mm -hmm. or we're gonna learn how to like open up and really let people in and that's so terrifying it's so scary um but just like the previous it's worth it'll i i can't i can't I can't help but to believe that it'll be completely worth it. Yeah. In the long run. Yeah. I think so. it's it's when you talk about living in that duality, I, I feel like people, the world, they think very much black and white. Like you either have yeah. to be this or you have to be that and you can't yeah. be anywhere in between of these gray areas. Yeah. Um, That's so true. Which is a part of the trauma of like growing up, life lessons, generational curses, like it's how we're taught, it's how the system has 
like kind of trained us, conditioned us to be in this society, mm -hmm. at home, whatever, whatever social circles you live in. So like, yes. I think that's a great point to talk about that duality of yes, I can make a hit and yes, I can. It's either people be like, I either need future or I need J. Cole, but nobody right. ever wants to meet in the middle of like, no, I can find an in-between artist that is right. both, that satisfied both needs of my duality and my identity. So, that's so true. I think that's a very, I think that's a very, very good point and, and a great point to mention and bring up. So let's, let's, so before we go further, let's talk about how we've met. Cause I don't think I've ever okay. done that with people and artists in general. So, okay. um, mm -hmm. so who, how do we want to start? You start. So, so how did you hear about me? And then I will give my side of hearing about Maya and like our relationship. <laughs> um, so we met through a friend of yours, yeah. uh, once mutual friend of ours. Mm -hmm. Um, um, and I'll let you take it from there. Okay, great. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. So okay. I met, I, met I've, I, I heard a lot about Maya, um, through this friend and, and, um, he, the, it was a lot of music was being shown. It was a lot. And, and it was, it was like, this is it. And this was in the process of us trying to develop something. And we were trying mm -hmm. to piece something together. And we had this genius plan of, of creating this record label. Um, and we were going to do it in house with people that, you know, we knew and this kind of stuff. So he was showing me these, these people. Now he would send me different artists all the time. He would send mm -hmm. me different artists all the time. But the, the day that I heard Maya, it was very different. The day I heard Maya, I ran to the room and um, I showed my mom and she said, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I said, <laughs> mama, you have to hear this because this is at a point where my mom was just getting into supporting, not necessarily supporting, but really understanding my music and how I am. And so right. she's like, no, she wants to be a part. She wants to learn. She's actually listening to my lyrics. So I tell her like, you know, listen to this. So, mm -hmm. so but she listens to the song and she says, that girl's got it. And I said, yeah, but she's done this before with a friend of mine I went to high school with, who's now like this yeah. big time YouTuber. And, and wow. I showed the video of her and she says, that girl's got it. And every time she does it, it's like automatically this, this okay. shifts and happens, but that goes more into, and I think Maya will understand this, that goes more into um, the spirit of discernment, the gift of discernment, yeah. um, being in church and like, it, that's a whole thing we can have another conversation about. But yeah. um, my mom just knows. She just sees it and she knows. So we, I met, I was, you know, getting familiar with Maya through the music. I've, I physically met, we met in person the day that I came for spring break. And yeah. I got off the plane. It was a long, it was a long plane ride, whatever. Um, and Maya gave me this hug like she knew me forever. <laughs> <laughs> like she knew me for a long time and it wasn't and it didn't feel at least it didn't feel like it it didn't feel like a fake hug that was more mm -hmm. like a oh no that's just you know like this mutual friend's friend let me just welcome him like you know whatever right. it felt like a, it was the most genuine hug that felt like I've known that Maya makes me forever. warm <laughs> it was listen when I tell you me and my like I'm <laughs> it always feels like because Maya is super busy Maya is a super fucking star so it feels like for me, I'm like, man, I hope I'm not getting on Maya's nerves, but I really do consider Maya like a really good friend of mine. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, um, and, and like 
you know, I pray just like I pray for like my closest friends. I pray for you and I, you know, I pray for my people like success or whatever it is that they need at the time that they receive it and get it. Okay. So like I met Maya and it, that week was the busiest week to do things for us. We, yeah. we had a photo shoot. We went to the studio. We got pulled over. Uh, we got yeah. handcuffed. Oh my God. Handcuffed. <laughs> handcuffed, went to Walmart. We got pulled over twice, then got handcuffed, went to yeah. Walmart. Damn near almost got pulled over again. I uh, ate a little bit of weed. I'm not going to hold you. <laughs> Some weed and mess. <laughs> you know what's funny? That night, you know what's funny about that night? I had looked back just to check the room, you know, just trying to check the vibrations. Right. I look back and I look and I see, because I have an open bottle of alcohol between my legs. The okay. studio we were in was like smoky. So all mm -hmm. of my clothes are just, we fried. We just smell like cabbage. I ate the devil's lettuce. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to hold yep. it. I look back, I see Maya chewing, but I'm like, she got gum. And I was like, damn, I want some gum. But I never asked. I was like, yo, I want to get some gum. She was just I'm chewing. glad you did, because I would have said, it's weed. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's weed. I'm trying to keep my nigga from getting fine. It's weed. <laughs> that was how I knew. If I didn't know before, this is how I knew Maya was a ride or die that, that, <laughs> that time. Cause I didn't find out till later. It was like, no, she ate that. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> and me and me and Jarrell was in the back. When we went to Walmart, me and Jarrell looked at each other like, what the fuck? He was like, yeah. And he just walked off like, yeah, do, 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 do. and I'm like, okay. but yeah, I ate that. to make a <laughs> like a trooper, too. <laughs> like a fucking trooper, like just pop, okay, yeah. So um, just to make a long story less long, me and me and I had a lot of like we had a conversation. And it was about something that I don't, I don't, I've never shared with um, my mom. It was about just something I've never shared with anybody else. And so, I, I, you know, something just allowed me to open up to Maya. And really, that conversation did something. So that's part one. It was like, it was a three-piece. That conversation did something for our relationship. We went to go record um, this. There's a series called The Naked Series, or Who is Johnny Creative, right? Shout out to The mm -hmm. Naked Series. We went mm -hmm. to go record there, um, and I got to see Maya perform. Mm -hmm. in front of a mic it's a thing where you go completely acapella you go raw like you you just give it to her straight up i see mm -hmm. that and there's this i had to go next and i'm nervous there's a room full of artists watching you and these are like well-established artists or veterans of this series who've been here before maya's going on and if you know maya's personality she's doing the butterfly she is like she's dancing she's smiling she's just being maya <laughs> i'm nervous as fuck because i have to go next but that was the night that I found my confidence in the artist that I was. So yes. that's part two. Okay. The last one, and these are not in order, in any particular order. When we went to the studio, right, we wrote the song. We have this song that, um, hopefully, you know, hopefully we still get to do together. We have this song, and Maya starts singing. No vocal, like, no additions, no effects. She's singing the microphone up and down. But it's not the fact that she's that she can sing because everybody knows that. It's how <laughs> picky she was about what she was singing. No, I don't like that. Do it over. No, I don't yeah. like that. Do it over. No, yeah. I don't like that. Do it over. And yeah. it was that that said, this is somebody that's particular about their craft. And although from the outside, it looks like, yo, Maya can sing her ass off. I will put her up against anybody, even that's already signed, like to sing. And Maya will sing them underneath the carpet. <laughs> Okay, that's, I'm, I'm not, I wish that I could, I posted a video on my Snapchat, but it wouldn't even do it justice. Like you had to be there. And it was a late night 
it was like we couldn't get our music together. I could I had a book full of sticky notes that was just falling apart. Um, we're trying to get beats. We're trying to get all this stuff together. It's super duper late. Everybody's tired. We've been running around all day, and she's just singing, and she's still particular. And I said, this girl, she's got it. Like, that's it. And she just has this spirit and this life about her. So that's how I'm like, <laughs> Okay, thank um, you. <laughs> make me cry. You won't make me emotional. Uh, okay. No, don't be. <laughs> honestly, this is how I honestly felt. Um, how I honestly feel still, even with, you know, what happened, what has happened, and, like, how our lives have changed in, like, the matter of a year or whatever the case may be. Right. I, you know, I still can. It was one of those people that was like, you can't just let go. You know what I'm saying? Like, it felt like a God-ordained relationship. Even if it, yeah. and it's and it's not one of those where, um, we have to talk every day. Well, we have to do this every day. We have to communicate right. every day. When we talk, we talk, and it's a great conversation. It's needed right. on both sides. Like whether I need right. to just shut the fuck up and just listen to what she's saying and just be a, a a helpful ear, or actually talking and vice versa. Like I called Maya, and Maya was the one that gave me a pep talk before I went to go perform. Before I went to go perform. And, yeah. and that was the best pep talk ever. And like I said, the day I found confidence. So that's how I know my long story that I made longer. But here we are. We, it's a beautiful we, story. Thank you. Thank you. I think so, too. I, I appreciate our relationship. So Me too. Um, moving forward, how long have you been making music, involved in music, that kind of stuff? Um, so I've been singing all my life. I think I really was, like, first introduced to, like, being serious about music. I've been singing all my life, doing talent shows like all since I can fucking remember. Yeah. Um, but I think I first started like being serious about music when I was 16, I got into a group, it's oh. a girl group. It's okay. the shittiest experience of my life. Oh. Just let's air that out. It was okay. just not even necessarily like, it was just like, it really like woke me up to like the fact that, um, I'm very, okay, I am very, it's, it's, I, I feel like I connect easily to people, but I don't, but I don't necessarily let people in to connect to me. Okay. And that leaves me to feel often like alienated or like left outside of things. Okay. And I feel like up and up until like, even still to this day, I'm experiencing or I encounter experiences that cement that feeling mm -hmm. or that cement that lie mm -hmm. that like, I'm not really wanted or like people don't really whatever. So like the experience that I have and not all experiences because sometimes I'm, I'm the one who's just like self-sabotaging or even just sabotaging or like, you know, yeah. do out. Yeah. It's not always, I'm not always the victim. Sometimes I am the fucking villain. Yeah. But, um, I think in that particular situation, it was just like, I was so young. Mm. It was, I, I wanted so badly to be loved and accepted and seen and appreciated, especially amongst my peers. Yeah. So it's just like, I, 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 I'm like a shapeshifter. Mm -hmm. Who do you need me to be? What do you need me to be? Like, mm. who, what version of me would get the most like love and appreciation and acceptance from you? Like, um, and that was just like, to be only 16 and then also still having like my own personal shit going on outside of that. It was just like a dark time. And then mm -hmm. being so easily manipulated because manipulators can smell that shit on you when you when you're like when you want so badly or when you're like need love so badly or just long for something like they smell that shit from a mile away yeah. and they can't wait to you know get you where they want you so i was i but i was in that group for about um 
I was in that group till I turned 18 or 19. Mm -hmm. So 16. Yeah, like three years. Yeah. Which are super important developmental years. Damn right. Especially for a young lady, anybody really, but especially for a young lady, because it's like, well, who am I? And what kind of a person do I want to be like? And how do I really like embrace my own personal sense of like femininity? And what does it mean to be like a woman? Or you, just like all these things, especially being surrounded by other women and then also having to learn like, or having to unlearn like, we're not in, like, this is not a competition. Like, especially if we're supposed to be a unit. I don't know. The shoe was just weird. It was just weird. But that is where I started to take music more seriously. Mm -hmm. um, it's just funny because, it's just funny because I started at one end of the spectrum and ended at the complete opposite end. So while I came in super excited and eager about exploring who I was as a musician and as a singer and learning who I was through music and through this musical experience, yeah. by the time I came out of it, it was like, I fucking hate music. I don't want to do this shit. I hate it so much. Like anything that I sat down and created, I was like, well, this shit's not good enough. Because while I was there, it was like, I had people tell me like, you're not only curly haired, light skinned bitch who can sing like grown ass women telling yeah. me shit like this. Damn. Just, just, it was just, it was just a really like eye opening experience that now I can look back on and see like, one, I can see where, where a few of my insecurities that I still carry are rooted, but I can also see like, examples of what I don't want to be, which helps me to steer more down the path of like who I'm destined to become. Yeah. So, um, yeah. but it's crazy because I, so I started at 16, I got out maybe at like 18 or maybe just about to turn 19. And I think at that same time I started working on my very first solo project. Mm -hmm. Um, and the whole time I'm creating the project, I'm just like, I hate all of this. I hate everything about it. I don't like any of it. I don't even want to make music, but I put it out and people were so receptive to it. Mm -hmm. And then I made another project. So my first two projects, I think I made maybe in like 2016 or 2017. Mm -hmm. I can't even really remember, but people were so receptive to it. And were like, Oh my God, I love this. Or I love that. Or I love your story about this. And so then moving out of that experience into, I mean, moving out of that album, which was an experience. So my first album was called ethereal. Okay. Um, um which was actually kind of more focused on like um the songs like were about like learning how to put myself first or learning about like relationship shit or like getting through relationships or like toxic relationships and shit yeah. like that which was i was also going through at the time that time period was just real crazy for me i had a lot of shit going on around that time yeah. um but then my second shit back in the days um um, that one was more about, which when I made back in the days, it was funny because I was in LA when I got the idea for it. Um, and I was like, I want to do like an eighties pop rock type album. Like that's like real, like old school, which is why the title was back in the days. Um, and I think I put that out in 2017. I think mm -hmm. I can't really remember, but, um, that one was more about through, through the pro through that whole process of creating that project. I was depressed as fuck. I was in the fucking not a terrible relationship but i was in a relationship where i was lost like myself like when you don't know yourself you end up in situations that just you know confine you into like that feeling of like being confused and just not knowing like well who am i what do i do from here and like what the fuck is really going on like what's real how do i feel like just all these emotions and and through that entire 
project, mind you, I wanted it to be like an 80s pop rock, like lighthearted project, but I'm making the whole project and I'm depressed as fuck. Like, I hate everything about my life. Like, it's just, I was in Atlanta. I wasn't around my family or my friends. Um, um, I was kind of in a situation where it was like, I had to be, again, like I mentioned before, that whole shapeshifter, the idea of being a shapeshifter, like not even walking in authenticity or knowing, knowing who I was or being confident enough in myself to really be who I was. But I had the white picket fence and the happy, like outside looking in, like great relationship. We got a dog, we got an apartment, but on the inside, I'm fucked up. I'm just fucked. Um, But that whole project was kind of just about like soul searching and finding myself. And of course there are some love songs because I was in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And even in the midst of the mess that was going on inside of me, I'm one of those people who just finds completion and partnership. Yeah. So I can sing about love songs all fucking day, no matter right. how toxic or, or fucked up the relationship is. So, but yeah, those were, I don't even remember the question. I'm sorry. I just no. kind of started rambling. That, it, don't, it don't even fucking matter because you, <laughs> you, you answered a lot of like post questions to that question. Okay. Uh, one of one question I did have, I saw the cover for your first project. Um, okay. What, what's the word? What, what's the word? What does that word mean? E- ethereal? Yes. What is, what is that? And what does it mean? So, ethereal is like heavenly. It's like otherworldly. It's okay. like, just like an air of like, fairy tale isn't even a sufficient like mm. definition. It's like just heavenly, like the ethers. If you know what ethers are, mm-hmm. like it's just mm-hmm. ethereal. It's just a fantastical, which is the complete fucking opposite of how I felt. Yeah. But even when you think about, even when you think about something being ethereal, or when you think about the ethers, like, and when you think about the duality, which is funny how everything just keeps kind of like connecting to one another. But when you think about the duality of something that is ethereal or heavenly, you can't, you can't have heaven. If there was no hell, there there would be no heaven. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's really kind of like. And that's something I just came up with now because when I was before, I was like, oh, just call it ethereal. Yeah. Okay. But now it's just like, I can see like, it's crazy because I was, the project was about like, or the project's name was ethereal, it was supposed to be heavenly, but that's not how I felt it's, at it's, all. It, it's crazy because I, do you, do you consider your music uh, therapy and do you write through the pain or, or do you take it on and never let it go? I think it's probably a little bit of both. And Mm -hmm. I think also now, now I know I'm learning more than before how to actually like take how I feel Mm -hmm. or use how I feel and really like allow myself to be expressive and put it in the music and sing about it because I've become so accustomed to like, you can even, I I hate when people do this. When I try to like prove what they're saying is true, you can ask my mom or you can ask whatever, (laughs) but like dead ass though, like, yeah. As a young kid, my mom would always ask me, well, what's wrong? Why? Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I'll just shut down. I just would shut up. I wouldn't say anything. Yeah. We would just sit there and look at each other. Maya, please, I just want to know what's wrong with you. Please just like, let me know what's wrong. I'm just sitting there like this. Yeah. And I've become so accustomed to sitting in silence and just hold, like just holding whatever just holding it in and just not letting anybody have access to that part of me and i don't know if it's because i think that my emotions are going to burden somebody or i don't know if it's because like i'm still trying to like search for whatever that root is and why i shut down like that but it's like um um i'm just now learning even with myself how to open up those parts of myself and access them and and 
be able to transcend that emotion like and take it from being something that has to be such a secret or like don't have emotions or don't feel anything like I'm just now learning how to really like let it fly and honestly I just started it's really fucking it's hard as hell but um I'm glad because I would hate for it to end up goddamn nigga having aneurysm because I don't know how to express myself so it's it's about time it's about time that's once again something else that's very underrated that people don't talk about a lot um just how bad holding that stuff in is very toxic you know what i'm saying and like bad like before all this stuff shut down like i'm in school so i get access to like healthcare and that kind of stuff like that i was seeing like Mm -hmm. a therapist and and prior to it people were telling me like you got real bad bags under your eyes like you look exhausted you look beat down and so the day after I saw the therapist, we were just talking. It was like casual conversation, what felt like casual conversation. And the next day people were telling me like, you look like you're glowing. Like something is different. Like you just like- I wanna do therapy so bad. I, I recommend it to anybody, yeah. to, even if there's, and here's the fucked up part is like, there's so many negative connotations to therapy and people believe yeah. you only gotta go if you're fucked up. Like, no. Everybody's fucked up. Right, right. Everybody has something. We walk through life and like we walk through life and we've become so accustomed to comparing ourselves to other people like, well, my struggle doesn't look like hers, so you you must be struggling worse than me. So what the fuck do I need therapy for? Everybody's fucked up. Yep. Yep. Everybody is. Yep. And and if you don't embrace it, you bec- like you become like like you said, the victim or the villain, you end up becoming yeah. the villain. Like yeah. in because you've yeah. never embraced it. You've got yeah. this grudge you've got this thing that you're carrying around yeah you become you become the visit you become the villain in the physical but spiritually you're the victim yep you just you've just completely like you're not even going out like a warrior just fuck it you're just going out like a simp yep because you're not even gonna try and fight against like fuck that yep it's hard and you justifying and justifying the actions and like all the shit that well the world is against me and if this person can do it i can do it too like it's never once again that black and white things can never right. be that black and white so right yeah you just i'm listen i'm enjoying the shit and we can really talk about it but <laughs> once again all necessary shit that i think not just artists should know but just people should know like you really got to yeah. take care of yourselves and this quarantine has scared yeah. the fuck out of me personally like uh-huh. just me because being stuck i had to i've never i realized i don't look at myself in the mirror like wow me. so it's really? like I, oh I, I, I hate it why so, well, it was at one point I hated. It. I have I have a lot of insecurities about okay. my physical appearance and just things in general. Not even weight, but for some reason I don't look at myself in a mirror for too long. You should, and when you do, you should affirm things to yourself because you're a very handsome man. Uh, thank you. Thanks, Mike. Inside and out, you're a beautiful person. Thank you. And yeah, you I- should and you should want to see yourself and affirm those types of things. I used to avoid mirrors too, though I'm not gonna lie. And or if I would look in the mirror, I would stay in the mirror too long and I would pick myself apart. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I would say some terrible shit to myself. Yep. Yep. But that's a learned behavior. Yeah. And I don't know where the fuck it came from. I don't know. Not anything. only is it it's it's a learned behavior, but the thing that's so crazy is it's all it can it, it doesn't even need to necessarily be said like growing up I was bullied growing up like in elementary school I was bullied really bad Mm -hmm. um and then I was also kind of like an outsider in middle school as well and then so that kind of taught me how to like create this facade of like okay Mm shape-shifting let me be this person or if I'm this version of myself with these people 
then 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 I'll be more likely to be accepted and then I won't feel so outside but I'm I literally I promise you it was just maybe like a week ago mm-hmm. I was laying in my bed and I was just having one of those nights because sometimes it's just hard yep. Some, sometimes sometimes shit's just fucking hard it doesn't even matter how great the day was like sometimes I just get overwhelmed and heavy and just like it's just because because like I've lived my life so long, like suppressing everything. Sometimes that shit just hits you all at once out of fucking nowhere. And I was laying in my bed one night and I was just like, bro, I don't think I'm ever going to fit in anywhere. I don't think I'm ever really going to feel like welcomed or loved or like genuinely seen for my authentic self and felt like for just being me. And I was just like, well, if I can't live the rest of my life as a shapeshifter, then it must mean that I'm supposed to be or create some type of an environment of my own. Mm-hmm. I have to be confident enough to do that though, because I have to be comfortable with being by myself, yep. which is which is difficult for me. Mm-hmm. But I have to be comfortable enough with being by myself to be able to build and then also fortify an environment for people who are just like me. Yep. Who don't yep. fit in other places, who also want to be seen and felt and heard and, and appreciated and accepted. Yeah. And without having to like, I don't want to live the rest of my life just like faking through it. Like that shit is whack as fuck yeah. i hate i hate that shit yeah. and it and it and it just cements depression mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you're, ab- yeah. you're absolutely right I, like yeah. <clears throat> it's weird because you know i'm anytime i mention like south dakota everybody's like why, why, why the fuck do you live in south dakota why the fuck do you live in right. south dakota but right. like the i found myself in south dakota like mm-hmm. whatever it was when I was in Virginia, North Carolina. That's an album name. I found myself in South Dakota. Yeah, it's like a country album though. Like, uh, like I. I no, nah, that's a hard ass album name. <laughs> I found myself in South Dakota, bitch. What? What? What, what type of beats is on that? Like a trap beat? You were, you were. That, like, shit, uh, that shit would be hard. Let me go to South Dakota. But it's great. It honestly, it's been the craziest thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Being forced to find yourself. I'm glad that it happened before we got to quarantine. Like, obviously I'm still dealing with these things about myself that don't really come like, I have a wonderful mother who raised me, you know what I'm saying? By herself. And then I had a father who came in and and took the responsibility, raised the family. I have a great support system. So it's not Isn't it so funny how, I'm sorry, I'm I'm, not forget what you're Uh -uh. saying. But isn't it so funny how, just like how we were talking about before, like, well, there's nothing wrong with me. I don't need therapy, but isn't it so funny how you can still experience pain and hardship mentally and spiritually when you come from a strong foundation yep Yep. that just goes to show everybody everybody's fucked up yep yep okay sorry no that that, that's it i mean it it doesn't it didn't matter you know what i'm saying like when we had our discussion um at that kitchen island yeah it, it like you could base it off of that but then there's so many stories i see of people going left after things happen that like like that you know what I'm saying? Right. But like, right. for me, it was like, I didn't really have, I didn't, it wasn't like a traumatic experience or anything like that as much right. as far as I know, but I didn't have anything really that was bad, but I did, God did put me in a position to face myself. Like I was yeah. in the church, involved in the church, thought that that was something I was supposed to be doing. Everybody was telling right. me, you're supposed to be a preacher. You're supposed right. to be a minister. You're supposed to be on stage. And, and I think that in the environment, people, and I'm gonna move on after this, but in the environment, people put us into these categories because it's the only categories that they know. So the church people mm. are telling me, you belong in the pulpit. And then the other people are telling me, no, you should do stand-up comedy because people think you're funny. And then the other mm. people are telling me, you should be a motivational speaker. When in actuality, I found, you know, you come to South Dakota, you find your love in the microphone. I just like talking. Mm-hmm. I like talking and, and 
I love doing the podcast and I love doing music and I love doing these interviews because it allows me a platform. And I think that's what it is. But I don't know. Everything you said is just a fucking one. And you hit that shit right on the damn head. And please don't feel bad for talking because that's what this supposed to be. It's just a natural conversation. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, man, what? So, okay. I'm going to ask this question. We're going to go this and then we're going to keep going to the, to the, to the better stuff. So who are your top two inspirations um, when it comes to your music? Sonically. Mm-hmm. Sonically, I can't really put like, I can't really put a name. Okay. To it, if I'm being honest, I can tell you my top two, like people who I really like just genuinely love and admire. Okay. It would be, and it's so crazy that you asked me this earlier. Everything's just so connected. I love it. That's what my tattoo right here means. But anyway, oh, um, Erica Badu and Beyonce are my top favorite. Just out, just because, like, first of all, Beyonce's work ethic is fucking crazy. Her growth is phenomenal. When she first started, like, when when Destiny's Child was first getting started, Beyonce Beyonce could sing, mm-hmm. but she was she was nowhere fucking near the vocalist that she is now. Mm-hmm. That nigga Beyonce is a vocal fucking beast. <laughs> She's insane. To be honest, yeah. Yeah, she's crazy, and it's just, to me, it's just such a confidence builder because, um, one, kind of just believing, like, oh, well, I'm not good enough, or having even people verbally telling me, like, you'll never be, or you're not this, or Mm da-da-da-da, it's just, like, it don't matter how anybody perceives me. It really honestly sometimes doesn't even matter how I perceive myself. Yeah. Sometimes the shit that I think about myself, and Tracy Ellis Ross said this in an interview she did with Oprah, sometimes the shit that I think about myself is none of my fucking business. That shit can go in a fucking trash. It's none yeah. of my business. Yeah. And that, and that shit hit me so hard because it's like, that's so true. I'll hold myself back so much if I just really like continue to agree with the lies that I tell myself. Yeah. But um, Beyonce, just her growth is so inspirational and her worth at her work ethic is so inspirational because it's like, it just goes to show if you put the work in, nothing, nothing is impossible. Nothing is outside of your reach. Yeah. And then Erica Badu is just this crazy fly, dope ass MC singing, spiritual, beautiful yeah. black woman. And that within and of itself is just inspiring as fuck to me yeah. because I think black women are probably black women are the physical embodiment of god and they are the only physical embodiment of god that walks on planet earth they're just they're, black women are just everything to me bro they're just amazing so yeah erica badu and beyonce would have to be my top two sonically though okay i can't put a name to it but sonically i would say like i really love um i really love like you see me bobbing my hair mm-hmm. while i'm thinking yeah, about yeah. it i really love like <laughs> funky ass hip-hop r&b like a like a cute ass little like just skip on the beat just like Mm -hmm. that's my shit Mm -hmm. like that's my shit you know it's funny i can hear it in my head i when you're describing it i'm like Like, i can can hear it in my head just like damn like oh but you know what though i would i i would regret it if i didn't mention lauren lauren hills like what yeah so that's three but no that i know i feel you i feel you yeah you can hear it though. I think that's this, my holy trinity. Yeah, you can hear it. That's a good trinity yeah. to have though. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. I'm yeah. not mad at that. That's a versatile trinity too. Yeah. You, yeah, it's a versatile trinity. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we we talked about this a little bit. As a woman, as a female in the game, you've been in. Right. What is this like? What pressures come, and how how do you like combat these pressures? Okay, so there are a few. Okay. I'm a self-proclaimed feminist. 
Okay. So let me get, hold on. I got to tie my shit up first. Uh, okay. <laughs> let me, let me, um, so there are a few. Um, um, I think, I think being taken serious as a woman, just in any aspect sometimes can be more difficult than it ever should be. Mm-hmm. Um, even I've had multiple experiences, both while I've been here in LA, even in this specific environment, which you're aware of, mm-hmm. um, outside in studios and professional settings with the people who I've been lucky enough to meet where I'll be sitting in the room as an artist, as a female artist yeah. in a room full of nigga artists and new niggas will walk in and I'll say, Hey, they'll completely skip over me and won't say shit to me Damn. when they find out who I am or who I know or what I'm here for. Then they're like, Oh, what's up? And now all of a sudden I'm this, that, or I'm talented. Or I'm that. And that shit's so whack to me. That shit's yeah. so fucking whack, but it's just like, it's, it's really teaching me like, I, I have to assert myself. Yeah. And yeah. even if, and even, and, and, and the thing about it that's so crazy is, is because it's like, if you want to be, if you want to be a respected female, mm-hmm. you have to condemn sex. Don't, but, but don't be prude. Don't be fucking like, don't be untouchable. Yeah. You have to be um, smart, but not smarter than the boss. You have to be a good girl, but you still have to be, it's just like, it's, it's, it's nothing but contradictions. Yeah. So really what it's taught me is just like, break the mold and fuck it. Just be wh- whoever, whatever the fuck you are. Yeah. Even if it's avant-garde, completely left field, doesn't make any sense. As long as you're assertive and you stick up for yourself and you say how you feel and what you mean, which is, which is something that I'm just still kind of embracing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. kind of been what I've learned so far yeah. just being assertive and then also knowing like the bullshit is going to come niggas going to try you people are going to talk to you weird or crazy but like yeah is it unfortunately having a vagina is a part of it yeah and and, so. that's, and that's fucked up that it, yeah. obviously we live in a fucked up system it's, it's a system yeah it's just some other shit that that's just a whole different conversation so yeah. I, obviously I, obviously my you're very beautiful on like physically inside now and I know that so has your beauty ever um overshadowed your talent or if I'm being completely honest it's so crazy because I think people perceive me I think I know I perceive myself completely different than how other people do Okay. Because in my own personal experience, I feel multiple times, and it's crazy because this question transcends just just like my talent. Does my mm-hmm. beauty overshadow my talent? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I feel like this like falls into like my relationships or like the connections that I have with people. Mm-hmm. Like, if you ask me, I'm just like average chilling, whatever. Somebody's pulling up. I'm just like average chilling or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like a lot of the times people think I'm attractive or find me attractive. Mm-hmm. And so they, um, that's as deep as our connection goes. Okay. Like not really interested in getting to know me at all. And then also just as far as talent is concerned, like of course people would think like, oh, well, she's only this that, and a third because she's cute. Yeah. Or she's only whatever because she looks good. Hold on, let me look at the more you were You were talking about um, that your beauty is often the deepest the connection goes for people. Yeah. So just being, but it's crazy because we also live in a world where 
we live in a world where everything is about aesthetics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so even if, even if it's a matter of like, just always having to be on your P's and Q's, especially also because I do, I am a girl. Mm. So it's like everything I do has to just kind of be perfect. Um, otherwise it's irrelevant. So yeah. I have to look really good. If I'm going to sing something, I have to sound really good yeah. or else it's just not enough. But even if I do suck, if I look good, then mm -hmm. it's okay. Does that make sense? That makes, it makes perfect sense. You know, it makes yeah. sense. It goes back it's to black as fuck, but contradictions. Yeah. It, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Now I feel that. So, um, I know these answers to these questions, but <laughs> I feel like I do rather, but do you okay. consider yourself an overthinker or a perfectionist? I'm both. Okay. I overthink everything and there's no such thing as perfection, but, but, um, I try to get as close to perfect as I can, but what is perfect? Yeah. It's crazy because I'm reading a book right now that talks about that and like, and how you really like create the idea of perfection as a child. Yeah. And it's so crazy how subconscious that is because it's like, you know how when you're a kid and like a little kid, they do something and you're like, oh, you're such a good boy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because, because that's a reward for whatever behavior it was that they, um, you know, show. Yeah. Yeah. But then subconsciously the message behind that is, okay, so when I'm not behaving like this, then does that mean that I'm not good? Yeah. Or I, uh, I'm what I'm a bad kid. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So you, so then you really, you really build the idea of perfectionism off of when you get those verbal, um, when you get those verbal, um, rewards. Yeah. So like, this makes me a good person or this doesn't, or then you turn on the TV and it's like, okay, well, this is perfect and that's not. So then you create this idea of, of what is perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and then, and then also, also really just building off of the idea of perfection that is created. Like now you become an overthinker because it's like, okay, well, if I don't do this, then I'm not perfect. Yeah. So what can I do to make me even better? Than yeah. So it's just, it's a loop of fucking insanity. <laughs> It is. It's a loop of insanity. It is a fucking loop of insanity, which is, yeah. if you ever look up the, I think people use the word all the time, but they never look up the actual definition. But the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, yes. different results. And I don't think yeah. people realize that when they say, "Well, I feel like I'm just going insane," or "This is insane." Like, if you look at the literal definition and then you parallel it with your personal uh -huh. associative, disassociative behaviors or whatever the case it is, like you will see, no, some of the shit that you're doing or the learning that we're learning, the conditioning is definitely insane. It's like literally yeah. the definition of insanity, which is stupid. Yeah. And it self-contradicts itself. So what? Well. I did, who's, that's, that's, whose truck is that? For real? That's your art as fuck. I, I ain't even touched the rest of the questions, but I'm, in, <laughs> I'm thoroughly fucking enjoying this conversation. Me too, I'm not gonna lie, me too. So I am, I, this, you know, this feels good. So. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you, um, about a video that got reposted. Um, okay. you, you did this cover to the song. Okay. Right? Yes. Um, yes. and it gets reposted. Okay. Um, do we want to say by who? Yeah. Okay. You, you do a cover to this song and it gets mm -hmm. reposted by Trippy Red. Yes. Um, he, you know, he doesn't just repost it. He also puts like an emoji, you know, just, you know, something that yeah. is significant to this new generation of communication. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. Explain that to me. What, what happened? What was your thought <laughs> doing that? And then what happened after that? I have to tell, so I have to tell the whole story. So okay. yeah. back in Virginia, 
Mm-hmm. VA, 75. Uh, back in 75. You know what I'm uh, saying? Water girl. Newport News, you know what I mean? Okay, period. Port- <laughs> bit, bit Portsmouth. So yeah. I was a bottle girl. So um, I was at work. And you know, the bottle girl is the girl who got there, put the little fucking stupid ass bathing suit type shit on, walk around, give niggas bottles and yeah. sell the drinks and shit. So I'm at work and this is an after hour spot. So I work from one to anywhere from five to 7 a.m. Okay. Um, and then also some nights I would work the club too. So from 10 to two, okay. but I would leave early. Night. So whatever, I'm at work. Um, goddamn, getting some bottles up and shit, getting some bottles together, whatever. I get out the little bathroom because I had to pee. I come back out and check my phone and I said it was a notification that said Triple Red. I was like, this gotta be like a little fan page. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck going on? I look, it's some fire emojis. And then I'm like, what the fuck going on? So then, so then I scroll and then he commented again and was like, we got to work. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wow. Excuse me. And at work tripping the fuck out. It's probably like 3 a.m. or something wow. like that. Just tripping the fuck out. Like this can't be real life. Mind you, it's so crazy because the same way I have my phone set up right now, my phone is seeing, my phone right now is sitting on the back of a fan and there's like something behind it. Yeah. So I recorded that video the same way. I had my phone on the back of a fan. I had like a cup behind it so they could sit up right. Um, and my best friend and her baby, Janelle, and mm-hmm. Bryson were over. Um, Bryson kept like crying and like knocking my phone over and like throwing shit and just all type of shit was going on. So I asked Janelle and Bryson to leave. I made a little singing video or whatever. And I was so like just frustrated and just like it's getting late now. And I'm trying to do all this singing and just all this shit's going on or whatever. Um, so um oh the car looks so good. They're just all outside my window at the damn car. But um my bad. I'm um, um so I was just trying to um keep my composure at work mm-hmm. because I'm still at work. So then it was like probably a couple days went past maybe yeah um and i got a dm from somebody on his team mm-hmm. um and he was like you know you're super dope whatever whatever like we love to work with you whatever 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 and it was just kind of like whatever i hadn't heard from him since yeah so um i was listening to his new project and it was one of the songs up there um let me love that never changed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, and so I covered like a little piece of it, just yeah. like was singing it or whatever. Then um, he reposted it again. I was like, okay, so this some shit going. On. Oh, there was there was two reposts. There was so this wasn't even a repost. The first one was a comment, and the second okay. one was a repost. Oh, got it. Okay, yeah. Yes. So, um, so um, when I was like, you know, whatever. At best, he'll see it. Yeah. He saw it, reposted it. Then after he reposted it, he took a picture, like he had a picture of me and put the picture of me up on the um put the picture of me up on the um on his story. Mm-hmm. It was just a lot of shit going on. Mm-hmm. And I was just like in disbelief. Um so then I get a message again from one of his the guy on his team, his name is E. Mm-hmm. Um flew me out. Yeah. You got the little like you got to do a little like you know, yeah, working and just hanging out and just getting to know each other and so yeah, it's really just it it was a crazy um experience that's still like an ongoing experience. I'm mm-hmm. now like more familiar with everybody. Everybody's so sweet. Yeah, like I've never met a more 
sweet, genuine, like, I guess, I guess we just have this perception of like people who are like people who are celebrities or who are like just well known Mm -hmm. that they're going to be like arrogant or assholes. Like, no, these niggas are so kind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So yeah, it's just been a really, it's just been like, it's been wonderful. It's been a wonderful experience. That's that. That's dope as fuck. I seen it, and yeah. it, obviously, I know more than what the people will know. <laughs> but um, you, you know, it's just dope as fuck, and it's well deserved. You know what I'm saying? And, Thank you. And, and, and honestly, through Maya, I think I built an a better an appreciation for their music because yes. honestly, I wasn't looking because I'm gonna be honest, the physical throws me off. Really? Yeah. The physical throws yeah. me off because I'm like, okay, first of all, in my mind, back when the we were having a conversation of mumble rapper versus real rapper, whatever, he yeah. was in that category for me because he was in this wow. or whatever. Can I, and I think, but do you know what though? I think a lot of people feel like that. And it's so crazy because, because after being even more exposed to him, yeah, he's a fucking genius. Yeah. This nigga, this nigga hears melodies and cadences that like, I personally feel like I couldn't even dream of. Of yeah. course, we do a different. We're in a different genre, but it's like he's really brilliant. Yeah. It, it's and 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 he can he. There's not, and it also just kind of comes with seeing things as either black or white. Like let's let's as a people even learn how not to just box people in based off of things. Because I'm not gonna lie, I was in that category too. Just like mm-hmm. assuming like. It's gonna be like a mumble rap situation, even though I was familiar with his music because my little brother is a fan. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've heard, so I've heard his stuff before, and it's really kind of like it's crazy because it almost even leans into the like rock alternative rap type. I can hear that. I and then it could even cross over into like an R and B. Like it's it's his ear is crazy. Yeah. His yeah. ear and his pen is uh, is crazy. It's it's I, I, you already know my favorite song, but like just hearing just hearing it. It's just very different, and so yeah. it's just a different appreciation, and it and it makes yeah. me recognize like you do have to listen. Like it may be a lot of added mm-hmm. effects, it may be a lot of different melodies and things that you're not used right. to. But when you mm-hmm. push past all the bullshit that like society teaches you right. to look at and learn, right, and listen and genuinely mindfully listen, it, it yeah. is he that's he's a very talented person. So um, you know, I, and, I think and, that's dope as fuck. Yeah, and then music is always changing and shifting, and it's yeah. like. It's like, even like I was talking about again earlier, being a fixed sign, it's like being so comfortable with what I like and what I'm used to, like, mm-hmm. but understanding that like things change and life is all about being fluid. And I think he's just kind of one of those people, at least sonically, musically, mm-hmm. who is just so fluid and he doesn't box himself in, yeah. which is so inspiring for me, at least because I'm so like, I hate when somebody else tries to put me in a box, but yeah. I'm I'm starting to realize I'm so quick to put myself in my own boxes. Me too. And make myself out to be one thing and being able to like watch somebody grow and flow and change and just move. At least that's how I perceive yeah. him and his art. Yeah. That shit is just crazy to me. Yeah. It's crazy inspiring. That's dope. So yeah. That's yeah. Nice. That's dope as fuck, man. Um, it is. It's, it's, just <laughs> so it's just, it's so well deserved, man. And thank just, you. That's all I literally can say. It's dope as fuck and well deserved. Like, 
that's but you just have to know Maya. And even if you don't, once you hear Maya, once it's time for everybody to hear Maya, y'all are gonna realize and be like, "Yep, that's about right. That sounds about right." So, um, all right, let's keep going because I want to keep you here all day, and I got a whole bunch of questions from people. I need to get out the way. Okay. Okay. So, um, with music, are you more attracted to the sound or the lyrics for you when you write? Ah. The sound. Okay. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. Sometimes the lyrics. Sometimes the lyrics. I mean, the lyrics matter always, but yeah. but the sound is 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 what draws me in initially. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Anything other than music that you're interested in? Now, I wanna I wanna um, give a caveat to that. That people notice your fashion. That was a, a lot of the things that kept coming up was your style. Okay. And your fashion. So is there anything else that you're interested in and does your fashion kind of mirror the music or the mood or the mood that you're in? I think probably the way that I dress is really just dependent upon my mood or how Mm -hmm. I'm feeling. It really doesn't have, it's really not like rooted in anything. And I don't even think that I would say that fashion is something that like I'm diehard passionate about. Mm -hmm. I like to look good, but I also think that probably falls into the fact that I'm a bit of a professional, a perfectionist. Okay. I want to be presentable. Okay. Um, but, but, but also owning the fact that like, cause I used to feel guilty about like, I feel better when I look good yeah. because it made me feel, am I stuck up or am I like a certain, but like, who gives a fuck? I think most people feel better when they look good. Absolutely. And you shouldn't want to look, you shouldn't want to feel good. And if looking good makes you feel good, who gives a fuck? Like, yeah. but, um, fashion isn't necessarily something I'm passionate about. It's just a matter of like, I like to look good, but then I'm also aware that like, maybe it's not really a style that it's not really a style that it can be boxed. Yeah. I like to be fluid. Some days I want to wear my hair wrapped up. Some days I want to wear some see-through shit and be mm-hmm. a little like risque. Some days I want to be more modest. Yeah. It's just really, it's just all about feeling just like with anything. Yeah. It's so crazy though, because now that I'm talking about that, it's like, that's so funny. I can feel my way through outfits, but I can barely feel my way through like being able to talk about or express my feelings. Mm. Um, but, um, Hmm. yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Isn't that weird? But, um, but I think though, I think it's funny that you brought that up because I'm starting the, I'm about to start um, a YouTube page. Okay. Um, and I'm going to post on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Sundays. Monday is going to be a music Monday. I'll probably do like either a cover or like some original or like a remix or something. Wednesdays is going to be like more like vlog, like type thing, talk about whatever. Yeah. So like I'll take suggestions. Maybe I'll do like some fashion stuff on Wednesday or something. And then Sunday is going to be like a soul Sunday mm. where I just kind of talk through like how I'm feeling or maybe even like, you know, everybody doesn't know. And everybody, I, it's kind of, I kept it this way for a few reasons because I just don't really like to, a part of that shape shifter mentality that I have, but like I do cards, like I do tarot cards. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Sunday I'll probably like talk about some things like some spiritual stuff or like how I'm feeling emotionally and mentally. Maybe I'll do a few things where I pull cards. Like we'll see. It's still mm-hmm. in development, but um. That sounds dope as fuck yeah. though. That, Thanks. Let me let me tell you about them tarot cards. I've never <laughs> I've never had it done before. Maya did it for me when we when we first met. Um, yeah. And obviously we were we were. Um, still building building our relationship, but we were yeah. familiar with each other enough. She did it and pff, hit, hit some shit right on the 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 nail, like hit it right yeah. on the head. Like, but to the point, I dropped my phone. 
screenshot it, drop my phone. And it was things that I was like dealing with at the time. So that, that kind of stuff is, it, you know, it, it's scary, but I've seen it in different, not scary in a bad way. It's scary because I've seen it in different settings. I've seen mm-hmm. that through tarot cards, but I've also seen that in church. So yeah. it's like, it's two different, it's the same thing, but it just looks projected very differently. So yeah, definitely. And then it's also when you eat, grown up in church or if you've experienced church life or if you have church church people in your family like they'll be so quick to tell you that it's not of god Mm -hmm. and that's even what i heard when i first started but um um we all connect through god differently and then and then we would be foolish to believe that we serve a god no matter what title you call him Mm -hmm. but we would be foolish to believe at least from the way that i perceive god Mm -hmm. that he's not a god of intention and -hmm. that he doesn't create ways and tools to really connect and hear from him because i please point to me a person except for maybe somebody in the church i personally have never heard the voice of god Mm -hmm. not the real not the real like what he actually sounds like Mm -hmm. but have i really sat down and like found peace and felt the calm of god or like felt a message from god Mm -hmm. or have i pulled cards and like heard from god like that spoken and poured into my life yes yeah and so that's just that's just how i experience and strengthen and utilize like my gift and connection with god like that's just how i get it done yeah yeah you you gotta do it you gotta a personal relationship is more important than anything. And as long yeah. as you know, and the individual knows that's the most important part, because honestly it keeps going back to the same thing. Who gives a fuck? Like right. if, it's, if it's my thing, it's my thing. And yeah. if it's right, it's right. And if it's wrong, it's wrong. We're going to find out in the end, but don't nobody really right. know right now. Right. So, so that's, yeah. that's, that's, that goes right back into that. So, um, who would you want to collaborate with in the future? Who's your dream collaboration? Do you know what? I just recently really started to love um, Princess Nokia. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. She has a song called Gemini that I really love. Yeah. Um, she has a song called Gemini that I really love. Who else would I really want to collaborate with? There's a, sometimes collaborations like throw me for a loop because it's like I have artists that I admire, but just because you admire an artist doesn't necessarily mean that you need to collaborate. But first of all, yeah. my top number one collaboration, VA All Day, is Chris fucking Brown. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Brown. Yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah. Could you imagine a mile and Chris Brown? That shit would be wavy as fuck. That shit would be fucking crazy. Two that shit singing be ass. Two singing ass motherfuckers. Just two singing country motherfuckers. That shit would. Ooh. Insane. <laughs> that would be a bop. I'm not gonna hold you. But right now, at the top of my list is really just Chris. I haven't really sat and really thought about it. Really, Chris is just like my number one like. Maybe when I get that out the way, I'll be able mm-hmm. to like see the vision of somebody. Of course, Beyonce. Yeah. Like, let's be real. Yeah. But um, Chris Brown for sure. Okay. So when y'all Gotta watch this video, go tag Chris Brown and tell her. Go tag. Send Chris Brown to Maya's page. Don't play no games. That's it. That's it. Kurt. Let's make it that happen. Is. You know what I'm Hello. saying? That'd be the dope. Yes. So okay. So here's some. So here's some more. Here's some more questions and then we'll get into underrated and favorites and then we'll kind of try to wrap it up. But, you know, I'm okay. still happy here. As long as you're good, I'm good. I'm chilling. Okay, good. Yeah. So um, one of one of the um, a question I got was about the key of life on your hands. Um, and then mm-hmm. if there's a story behind it or why did you get that particular tattoo? Um, okay, so I'm definitely more. Um, I'm definitely more spiritual than I am religious. 
Okay. Not to say that I denounce religion, mm -hmm. but I just think, again, it's one of those things that can definitely box you in. Yeah. And I noticed that when I was super heavy into church, like, and don't get me, first of all, I'm just a very spiritual person anyway. Yeah. But when I was, I was a person who would be in a church speaking in tongues, shouting, like really just like going all out for God. Yeah. And I still go all out for God. It's just now I've really kind of found my own nook. Yeah where I'm comfortable, where I can really feel like I'm sitting beside God and not just like standing, searching for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. I really feel like I'm like, feel like I'm in the presence of, um, but, um, um, so I have the Ankh, which is just a represent representation of eternal life. And then I have the eye of raw. So mm -hmm. the eye of raw is just like about protection or like luck. So it's really just about like having protection and luck or being blessed being protected and blessed like through my eternal life okay. from this from this life to the next life to the afterlife to the spiritual life like just for the rest of my life okay is what that is so yeah i think that's dope i, I heavily relate to that yeah before. i was heavily involved in the church of god in christ before i moved and so like yeah. the shouting tongue speaking like uh prophets yeah. it's it's a thing mm -hmm. like you honestly have to go see it for yourself in order to mm -hmm. really get it um, uh -huh. but after we moved to South Dakota, once again, really strengthen a personal relationship with God where me and God talk every day on a personal yeah. note, like just kind of kicking it with him and thanking him, or it's a question or whatever the case, whatever the case it may be. It's not just within the four walls of a brick and mortar church. Like I can have church right. like in my heart, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, that, okay. That was great. Um, yeah. you answered a lot of these already though. So how do we meet our relationship? Okay. Boom. The journey of, and this was a very specific question I had to ask, the journey of the pop-in video, how did that okay. happen and what would you do different? Um, there are a lot of things I would do different. Okay. I'm so appreciative for the video. I think that where I was at the time, like I'm so appreciative for the videographer, Virtue, by the way, who is fucking a phenomenal videographer, photographer based mm -hmm. in Virginia. Um, his growth is exceptional. And I think just like with anything, it was really just like a matter of growth. Mm -hmm. I think that what I would do different is, um, originally, and, I try to put meaning and sometimes I try to put more meaning and this just has to do with being an overthinker. Like sometimes I try to put more meaning or more depth into things that really don't need to be that much. So the video ended up being reduced much more than what I had originally planned. Mm -hmm. But um, at first what I had in mind was like, I want to have a whole bunch of beautiful black women, like strong black women, like doing what makes them feel popping as fuck. Like if yeah. you're an artist, I want you to come like paint shit. If you dance, I want you to come and dance, and, like just show off whatever the fuck. Like that's what I really had in mind at first. Yeah. Um, but then it just kind of got reduced and simplified because my mom was like, you know, I know that you have like a humanitarian heart, but everything doesn't need to be about saving the world <laughs> or everything doesn't need to be about empowerment, which I guess, yes, that's true. Um, and so it really just kind of turned into like, just like a fun, like, let me feel popping and let me, da -da -da. also, let me tell you something about it. First of all, I just, I was only supposed to be visiting Virginia when I shot that video. Oh, okay. I ended up going through like a breakup whilst shooting the video oh, shit. and all types of shit went on. This shit was just crazy. Oh, fuck. So 
I'm shooting the scenes for my video. In between that, I'm fussing with my boyfriend at the time. Mm -hmm. We end up breaking up. I still got to shoot the end of the video. Yeah. I was broke as fuck when I got back from Virginia. All the outfits I wore in the video was straight out of fucking Ross, dressed yeah. for less, my nigga. Yeah. Like, just in that bitch, like, well, this might be cute. This yeah. might be cute. Yeah. Um, Ross and Rainbow, <laughs> fucking Rainbow. Ooh, the combination. Ooh, wee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just I'm like, never gonna knock a, a Ross and Rainbow. I've shopped at Ross hello. and got a hella clothes from Ross. Okay, um, yeah. so yeah, what the fuck? You could first of all, you could be popping this fuck out of Walmart if you yeah. just got it like that. Yeah, for sure. But um, um, so yeah, um, I had to learn the choreography, and it's so crazy because I remember having a day with the choreographer who Kiera, which Key, oh my god, she's just a phenomenal dancer and just woman in person period um but um i've known her since middle school and i asked her if she could choreograph for me for the video and she came and i remembered like the very last day i was just kind of telling her about like the whole group experience because i was just recently like fresh out of the group too and i was just like and i just feel so insecure and i don't know if this does that and i'm just crying and she's like girl stop crying what you crying for i'm sorry and so everything is just so funny how everything in life just kind of like connects with each other and how things have like long lasting effects but anyway back to the video so we do the choreography it's really just about me like bopping around feeling cute having fun whatever yeah. um but i think differently i would definitely put together a budget Okay. Also, Virtue shot that video for me for free, so mm -hmm. I can't be anything but thankful, and I think the video turned out amazing, considering how last minute and how all over the place and sporadic my own ideas were. Yeah. Um, but um, um, I would definitely put together a budget. Mm -hmm. I would have definitely um, paid him, mm -hmm. even, if, even if he didn't ask. I, I expect to be paid for what I do and I can't imagine that anybody wants any less. So I would have definitely have loved to have given him some type of money, but I was, like I said, I was down fucking bad. Yeah. Everything. Mentally, emotionally, spiritually, um, physically, and by physically, I mean monetarily. I yeah. was fucked. <laughs> um, 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 but yeah, I would have a budget. I would have a budget. I would pay. I would have a more concise storyline or mm -hmm. um treatment for the video mm -hmm. um it would be more creative and not just so like not just like just you know i'm here i'm dancing a little bit i'm saying this it would be like some crazy shit going on like i don't know fucking pineapple like talking pineapples i don't mm. know it would just be weird it would yeah. be like cool and just like different yeah um real avant-garde and just eclectic yeah 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 yep if you haven't heard poppin Go listen to Poppin'. That's one of my favorite songs. I like dance yeah, I love hands that song. down. Like it's it's a song that you would think off offhand you would think at first glance you would think uh, it's oh this is a song for women, but not yeah. actually. I played it. I was playing when I first heard it. I played that shit over and over and didn't give a fuck. And yeah. now, now I just I played it before because I took the weekend just to go through your entire discography. Um, mm -hmm. But like and even the songs that other people don't know about too, because ugh, fuck man, not, not even the new ones. I'm talking, um, you lucky the original project. Yeah. Oh, I, I still got your last album is still yeah. in my notes. The one that was supposed to come out. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not going to say the title, but the old girl talk. Oh yeah. Okay. Girl. Yeah. Girl talk. Girl talk was supposed yeah. to come out. The intro it's listen, it's some shit on that motherfucking album, that project that I love. <laughs> And I'm mad that I don't maybe. know when it, maybe it'll come out eventually or whatever the case may be. Maybe I love that. 
I love that. I love it. And y'all suck because y'all can't hear that shit. So, um, yeah. So what are some tips you have for coming, like for coming up artists for their first song, their first video, whatever, what are some tips that you can give them? Um, so maybe not even necessarily for let's start even before you get to the first song or the first video. Okay. Let's one thing I would say is just don't rush. Mm -hmm. Um, take pride in being paceful. Mm -hmm. Take, 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 um, and this sounds so cliche, but it's just so real. And this is why people say it. You wonder why shit becomes a cliche. It's because it's fucking true. Yeah. Yeah. Trust the process and just keep doing it. You only fail when you quit. There have been so many times where I've sat and thought like, there's no fucking way I would be. Do you think that I would have ever thought that I would be where the fuck I am in this exact fucking moment mm -hmm. with the people that I'm surrounded by in this very second? Yeah. I would have never imagined, especially coming out of so many situations where it's like I'm being told and the story that I'm hearing is you fucking suck. Mm -hmm. Like, just like being, my very first experience in the studio, I was probably 16. I went in there to sing something. Mm -hmm. um, and this was while I was in the group. I went in there to sing something. I thought I was in there singing my heart out. Mind you, I'm, you know, with every girl group, there are the, you know, with every girl group, there are the people who like, you know, just singers. Yeah. And then there are people who are beautiful, just like you asked before as well. There are mm -hmm. people who are beautiful, um, but maybe aren't necessarily as, as, as vocally strong mm -hmm. as the other, as, as the, as, as the others. Um, and I went in there and I sang to the best of my ability. Yeah. And the guy pulled me out of the studio and said, you sound fucking terrible. Get the fuck out. A 16-year-old and you're a grown-ass fucking man. Damn. So I leave out and I'm just like, wow, that's fucking crazy. So then what made it even worse was he sent in one of the people who was not a, a lead, a mm. vocalist. He sent in somebody who was not vocally strong. He sent in somebody who, who yeah, maybe should have been a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, I feel you. <laughs> and that's not even meant to be a, like dead ass. Like, for, like maybe you should have been rapping. Yeah. But sent them in, and I'm just thinking in my head, like, wow, like, oh, I'm fucking trash. <laughs> like, I'm sitting there thinking, like, damn, I suck. <laughs> um, so, so, um, be brave enough not to quit. Yeah. Um, and and be and be crazy enough to push past your insecurities because that shit is hard and it takes somebody who's who's maybe a little like not screwed all the way together yeah because it's gonna be there's gonna be times where everything's gonna suck you're gonna feel like you're the worst not only are you gonna feel like you're the worst artist yeah at least for me because some people have crazy confidence and they don't go through shit like this but that's not true for me yeah. But I know that I personally experienced times where it's like, why am I even fucking here doing this shit? Like, why am I even making music? Why do I even try? I'm never going to be this person. Yeah. I'm never going to be that person. But if Beyonce had stopped when she at first, first started Destiny's Child, she wouldn't be fucking Beyonce right now. She wouldn't be able to do the crazy vocal shit that she can do now. Yeah. So it's really honestly just a matter of like, just don't quit. 
and just keep trying new shit. Even if you're sitting at the booth or if you're in the studio and you're like, this is trash, like this don't even, the shit I'm saying or the melody stuff, like just do it anyway. Just trust the process. Because yeah. you never know. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, you never right. know where this shit could land you. Yeah. You just don't. Yeah. And I, I think so. that's also important for any creative too as well. Just like listening to you talk in any capacity. Like, if you're a podcaster and you want to podcast, then podcast your ass off. Like yeah. you're a painter, you want to paint, then paint your ass off. And yeah. to back to the statement you just made, don't put yourself in a box of time. Don't feel like mm-hmm. I'm too old for this or I'm like, I'm not, I'm too old for this. I'm going to give my, like, you can give yourself a goal, but don't let other yeah. people or other people's experience and be like, well, you grown now, so you should probably get a job. Like, once yeah. again, that duality, you can exist and work to fund your dreams. That yeah. does not mean you got to give up on your dreams. Like me, I don't give a fuck if five people listen to these interviews, if five people listen to the podcast, if five people right. listen to my music. If that's the case, my my motto has always been either five or 500. Like, right. I don't give a fuck if you put me on stage and there's five people in the crowd, I'm going to give those five the same energy I would give 500 people. Right. Because yeah. it's not fair that I have a loyal five but I'm not appreciative to them. I really, I would oh, rather true. have 500. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. I think that that's per- like fucking perfect advice. Like do keep hustling, trust the process, invest in yourself. Like that's yeah. the biggest thing. And don't be afraid yeah. of yourself either. So yes, don't be a shapeshifter. Nope. Nope. Because nope. then you're going to have to live in that. Then yeah. you're going to have to be that, especially mm-hmm. if, Especially if, and I say, and I say it like this because I just mean it wholeheartedly. God forbid you pop as a shapeshifter. Yeah. What the fuck are you going to do Oof. when you're just completely disconnected from, from the projection of yourself yeah. that you're selling to the people? You're going to feel so empty. Yeah. Yeah. And so invisible. Yeah. And for me anyway, I think living invisible is like, is it's a nightmare. Yeah. Because who do I go, like, who... Who do I run to? It's just like I was saying in a like, who can I talk to? Yeah. If I'm giving off this projection of myself, who can I? Nobody really knows me or sees me. Yeah. So then you keep it to yourself and you bottle it in. And then now you are again in this loop of insanity and you're just fucked. And you just fuck. And you can't. And we find ourselves to keep blaming people like, well, I feel like you said, like the self-isolation. Like, I feel so yeah. alone. Nobody understands me. But we don't. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times we don't give anybody a chance to understand because there is a fear of people taking advantage of us. And like, mm-hmm. I get that. But at some point, if you never try, then you never succeed. And mm-hmm. so it's just, it's just, it's, it's hard, but sometimes you have to do it. And sometimes you're going to fail. People will fuck you over. Yes. But it's a part of the process. And in yeah. the end, you, it's worth it in the end. It's just yeah. worth it in the end. Let me just say this as a whatever. And honestly, this is one of the things that I kind of like don't really like to talk about because it's just like, I don't want to bring any like attention to it, but I've never really spoken about it before. So it is what it is, whatever. I know when I first left the girl group and I was in a relationship Mm. and it's so crazy because the relationship that I was in was almost like a parallel, like it was like the flip side of the group. Yeah. It was like, I was feeling that all the same feelings, but the out, the, the input was different. Like, Mm. I was plugged into a new device, Mm -hmm. but it was the same sound. Yeah. So I'm, um, when I first left the girl group, I was so depressed. And then I was like, it seemed like things were really like going for them and like, oh, maybe there's deals or now they're getting attention or it's new. This is happening. This is happening. And I was like, 
oh, I made the fucking worst decision of my life. Yeah. I made a terrible decision. I'm never going to reach, I'm never going to obtain my goal because they were my way to the goal. Right. They were my end all be all. Yeah. And I left and I went through multiple pits of um, depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. fucking different loops of insanity that I was falling in and out of. Like I went through all these different like ups and downs and on my own mm-hmm. out of my mom's house in my bedroom, mind you, my mom's house is full of people. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a lot of us in that fucking house and it's not a big house. Yeah. Out of my bedroom, I was able to just sit in what I love to do and just refine the passion and the love for singing. And off of doing what I love, I was, I was, I think I was seen. They, not only did they see me, but they felt me enough to fly me out. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So just don't stop. And even if you feel like, oh my God, like I've made like a a career ending decision. Mm -hmm. You've only made a career ending decision when you decide to quit. I never quit. Even, even when I felt like. I'm not doing enough. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing enough to really like make it where I want to be. Like dead ass. I sat in my, I did. I'll do my makeup. Mm-hmm. I sit in my room on my bed and I make singing videos. Yeah. yeah. And that was enough. All it was, was me in front of my camera and a speaker mm-hmm. and somebody else's fucking song. Won't even my shit. Yeah. And that was enough. So literally, literally, just like in the Bible, when it says about having faith of a mustard seed, mm-hmm. even if you don't even feel like you have faith, a mustard seed is so fucking small. Yes. Sometimes it'll feel like you don't have faith, but there's, but, but what, but too, hold on. Faith mm-hmm. is the action. Keep talking. The action is the faith. Yeah. It doesn't even matter if you feel it or if you believe it, but if you can take action in it yeah. enough to just follow through with something like that's the faith, that's the power. Yeah. So just fucking do that. Just, yeah. just do it. Yeah. That shit. <sighs> you talking good, man. Uh, yeah, man, that, that shit is real. You talking real. Like, that faith without works is dead. That quote yeah. is, it's powerful. Because you can yeah. believe all day long. But if you never put no, like, I'm imagining the same scenario where you believe, like, you know you could kill that song. You knew you could kill it. But if you never recorded the video, let the frustrations of everything that was happening in your environment like determine that night and affect yeah. your mood and change things like yeah what would you be oh because i was like i'm not i'm i'm about to just not fucking do it right. I, when i tell you i made at least 12 30 minute each one of them 30 minutes hmm. i went for hours trying to record that same song for one minute hmm. instagram snippets are just like a minute and i don't even know if it was like a full minute that i posted but yeah I spent hours doing that shit just because there was a lot of shit going on. And then I had to ask my friend and my little nephews, y'all got to get the fuck out. I'm sorry. I need to make this fucking video. Yeah. I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. For a reason. Yeah. Yeah. For a reason. I, I, man, my, my just talking tonight. So, um, what, so people want to know, what do you tell yourself before your first performance? Like before, well, sorry. First, how, how did you feel about your first paid performance? Oh, that's my first paid. 
I can't really think of what my first paid performance was, so I'm just going to think of one of them because I kind of feel the same for all of them. Okay. My first paid, no, actually, no, that's a lie. My first paid performance, I was like, I can't believe this is really like, but that this shit. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's how I felt. Okay. And I was like, okay, well, fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, But I was just like, I, I had to remind myself, like, I'm good enough mm-hmm. to get paid for this. Yeah. And and they are paying me for this because they want to see whatever the fuck I come and do. Yeah. It doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't have to be perfect. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I got the damn stick from the cup. It doesn't have to be perfect. Whatever perfect is, it doesn't have to be that. Yeah. They just want me to show up and and do what I love to do. Yeah. And so that's really just it was really just more like a pep talk, like fuck perfection or fuck whatever, like they know you're not Beyonce. They know yeah. you're not about to come out with fucking fire fucking machines and shit. Yeah, yeah. And vocals out the ass. Like, I'm do the best I can. I'm going to do what I can. Yeah. I'm going to do what I do. And that's what they paid me for. And so that was just kind of like my comfort. Of course, I was still nervous as fuck. Mm-hmm. And of course, I was still like, I don't know if this shit going to be good enough. But, but before every performance, I'm nervous. But now I love performing. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love performing. Yeah. It's my favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, It's a... Uh not in the same capacity but for me i rather perform than record because the performance and feeding off of the crowd the crowd is just different whether they know the song or they don't i can give you an energy that's different than recording you got to worry about okay let me is this clipping let me see where this is at and let me see let me make sure i'm far enough off the mic and i can hear myself can i give it the same passion when i'm performing you're going to feel the vibe that i'm going to give you um, that's true. And how the song should feel when you take it home with you. Like that's when true. you leave this building, the way that I gave it to you is how it mm-hmm. should be perceived at yeah. home. And so like, yeah. that's, that's why I like that. Me perform. I don't have the same confidence per- like recording that I do when I perform. Mm. So it, 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 and then that makes why stalling of putting out music and all that stuff kind of difficult, but that's just. But see, different. you also have to fortify that, that confidence when it comes to recording, especially, especially I know at least in my experience when I'm in recording in front of people. And I feel like we maybe even had a brief discussion about this after we did have that studio experience together. Mm-hmm. Um, just go in there and fucking do it. And yeah. it's easier said than done because even now, even after then, I've had experiences where I've been in the studio and it's just like, oh, this is not Virginia. Mm-hmm. These mm-hmm. aren't, and first of all, I love Virginia. Virginia's full of fucking talent and not to belittle the talent in Virginia at all. Yeah. But being around people who are established, and I really hope that people aren't taking this the wrong way, but being around people who are established or being around niggas that I've fucking seen on TV. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. like, bro, this is not just like, my backyard yeah or like niggas i know this ain't yeah. just day day and them from around the corner who can wrap their ass off yeah but i grew up with y'all we comfortable yeah these are niggas who like i'm a little intimidated by because i've seen y'all on tv like y'all are really like here yeah, yeah. doing this like y'all doing it yeah. um so it takes a different level of confidence but from any from any pond jumping from one pond to the river to fucking so and so so forth um you just it's just a matter of building that confidence unfortunately not even necessarily unfortunately but it's just like you know the confidence will even build even more when you begin to get that um validation like Mm -hmm. that shit hard Mm -hmm. oh yeah that's the and then you'll start to feel yourself a little more yeah or remember who you are yeah Yeah. to really be able to stand in those shoes and like 
do it. Yeah. Before, so before I before we recorded before I recorded Hyde, um, everybody went to sleep, and I was and I was so frustrated. And the last thing Maya told me because it was super duper late, it was like two three in the morning. But um, she was like, "Dog, you was like top five lyricists in my book." And yeah. it was, and for me, that was the that was the verbal confirmation that I needed to yeah. like take that and store it with the frustration I was having and using that and then trying to turn it and then turning it into what Hyde is now. And so that yeah. does, it does matter. And you do have to have these people who just remind you who to like, you can remind yourself who the fuck you are, but I'm not going to lie. Yeah. These, these, these confirmations from people on the outside, because I yeah. was down because I'm like, first of all, going back. Yes. Maya, me and Maya in the studio experience is going to be a hell of a lot different than the experience that she's having now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, will, I, will make that, I will make that comparison. And that's not even in a bad way. That's us in a house recording. This is something that's complete, a whole different beast. So I can't even imagine what that's like. But Beast is such a, I, whoever came up with that is brilliant because Beast is such a great way to explain that. It, I can't even, I, when you, you text me, you text me one, one day, our, the time is different. So you text me one morning. And was like, if you could see the, the motherfuckers that have been walking through this house, it would blow your mind. And I couldn't even imagine, like... Listen. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. It's just so crazy because sometimes it's just like fear or anxiety or just like that feeling of, I don't know, I feel like I touched on it. We've talked about so many different things, but just mm -hmm. feeling like not feeling wanted or feeling inadequate. Like, and we talked about this on the phone because I remember I called you, I was crying about it. Mm -hmm. Just... Tr trapping myself in here yeah i don't even want to go out there i don't even want people to like see me yeah. because i'm just i'm just from portsmouth i'm just maya from fucking portsmouth yeah. and i still feel like that but i can still be maya from portsmouth and be and be around people who i admire or people who inspire me on the level at which i i will be yes. not even want to be but on the level yes. i will be yes yes um so, yeah, but you really talked me out of funk because after that I was like, man, fuck this room, fuck this room, fuck this house. But, <laughs> it, to be to be honest, that's that's it was one of one of the questions I had was like, do you tell yourself any affirmations before you perform or before you record? Um, a few things that I do tell myself are kind of like things that I've just already said, just kind of like. Not necessarily affirmations, because when I think affirmation, I think I am, so, which I do affirm things to myself. A lot of times I do the affirming in, like, in the mirror, like, I'm beautiful, I'm worthy, I am valuable, I am wanted. Like, these are the things that I tell myself because those are the things that I struggle with most. Yeah. Um, um, but when I'm recording and stuff, it's usually just like, I, I say things to myself like, it's okay to be vulnerable. Yeah. It's okay to let it out. Mm -hmm. It's okay to say what I feel. It's I'm just telling myself it's okay. Yeah. Like that's usually that's my affirmation. Okay. It's okay or my mantra. It's okay. Yeah. So um, and then whatever your spirit feels like just follows that. But like, it's okay is my is my studio and my um performance mantra. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think that I think that's great. Uh, and our conversation of just fuck it and fuck them. And oh yeah, that fuck them. Fuck them is a mantra. Fuck, fuck it is a mantra. Fuck them is because, yeah. and and fuck, we just 
the thing is, and in my own, I can only relate it to my own personal experience. So it's like, there was like my first big performance was like a crowd yeah. of like over 300 people. Yeah. And it was, and it was for me, it was like, what the fuck are they going to think? Because they've never uh -huh. seen me in this light. They've never seen me do this. Like, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. articulating music is very different than your regular articulate, excuse me, articulation, like in regular communication. Yeah. But at some point, the only thing I could hear in my head was like, it's God's gift, but it's Look your world. world. Like, yeah. God's gift yeah. is your world. Yeah. And, and, and it was just fuck them because they don't sign your check. They can't kill you. They, it's all of that. Like, they're yeah. not going to make or break you only if right. you let them. Like, opinions right. hold as much weight as you let them, like, you let them hold. And so, right. yeah, that, I, just relate so to, I just relate to all that. I just want to say this one time because it just keeps crossing my mind. Mm -hmm. So remember I told you how I have my phone rigged up right now for the interview. Mm -hmm. I have my phone sitting on the back of a fan and then I have like a stuffed animal like behind my phone so that it could prop up. Right. But my um, fan is like in front of my mirror. Mm -hmm. There are so many people outside of my room right now and I'm sitting here talking. And they probably think, is this bitch talking to herself? Let me go. <laughs> They probably think I'm the craziest fuck. Oh, my God. Oh, it smells good in the hallway. They got candles lit. But, um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah. It's okay. I am. Those are the mantras. And then follow it with whatever. Yeah. Whatever, um, feeds your soul yeah in that moment okay all right so let, let's get to it underrated we got a segment called underrated and favorite what okay. are your two top songs and then i'm going to give you my two top songs of yours and then so you're going to give me top two songs and one underrated song of yours so can i do the underrated song first yeah for sure so the underrated song that i have is cry too much okay it's not on iTunes. I think it's only on YouTube. Okay. And it might have been on SoundCloud, but I took it off. I may or may not have taken it off. But um, it's definitely on YouTube. Cry Too Much is underrated. I love that song. Mm -hmm. um, um, and then my top two. Can it be unreleased? I'll try and do just like songs that are out. It's up to you. You are, can do whatever you want. Um, my top two songs. Irrational is my number one right now because I think I really like feel proud of myself like for tapping into a tapping into a different like side of myself. Yeah. Um, and then popping off would have to be my other top only because anytime I listen to it, it doesn't matter how much the song ages. Anytime I listen to it, I just feel like a boss. Mm -hmm. I feel good about myself. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, popping off is definitely my top two. Um, Love it. and, and then I have, uh, obviously I have like you do, yeah. I have other shit that is unreleased, but I can't, I'm not going to bring those up. So okay. I have other favorites that exist, but people yes. don't know that they exist. And yes. I've told my this before. Um, but my underrated is always be you. And I was just listening to that. Yes. Song. Uh, okay. That I was listening that to that is a great song past two days. That song, man. And Obviously, I did notice that you, you took some things off of SoundCloud because that whole back in the days album, there was another song on there. Oh, I forgot what the fuck it was. It was like Brown. That was another one like Popping. That one like, was just called Popping, I think. I, oh, it was Popping. Brown, brown Skin. skin. Yep. Yes, that yep. one. So yeah. that was, oh, fuck, Popping was my shit. 
Um, but always be you. I can send it to you. Please do. Please, please yeah, send me whatever. It. Send me whatever. And you can do whatever with those songs because I just don't really like. I don't really like. But um, yeah, I'll send it yeah. to you. Okay. I would. Yeah, I love. I love. Listen, when 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 people send me music, I listen in general. But my send me music, I, I gotta put my headphones in. I gotta really dive into it and really Thanks. listen. But um, yeah, yeah always. Oh, do you know what? I'm sorry. Another song that's not out though that is a favorite of mine that I know uh -huh. you know is Crush. <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah. Listen, that is that ever gonna come out? I don't know. We gotta. Okay. I gotta settle some things with the producer about it, um, okay. and then I have to re-record it because when I recorded it originally, my mic was backwards. Uh, so <laughs> it sounds a little muffled, but okay. um, yeah. I love that. I love that song. I, yeah, it's, it's so much shit in there. The intro to Girl Talk. I love that shit. Um, fuck. Uh, oh, uh, all right. Let, let me let me stop. Like, let me keep going. Okay, so. Um, what these last couple questions, what is your why? Like, what is, why do you do what you do? Why do you keep going? What is your why? Who? Okay. So there are a few, okay. of course, my family life is one of them. Like I want to be able to, like, I want to be a provider. I want to be able to take care of my family. Yeah. Um, and that is my selfless why. Okay. But my selfish why is just because I love it. Mm -hmm. And it's for me. Yeah. And it's something that like, only person who could ever take away like my ability to sing or write or whatever you want to call it, like is God. Mm -hmm. And knowing that I have something that can't be snatched away from me physically, like why wouldn't I do it to the best of my ability? Yeah. Or at least try whatever the fuck the best my best ability is. Like I don't even fucking know what that is, but yeah. why wouldn't I just do it? Period. Yeah. Um, so really, that's my why. I just love it, and 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 as much frustration and anger or like disappointment as it brings me, because oftentimes people want to talk about like I love being a musician. I love it. It makes me feel like this. Niggas don't talk about when they're stressed out because they have writer's block or when they're frustrated because they feel like the shit that I'm writing, I don't have writer's block, but the shit I'm writing fucking sucks mm -hmm. to me. Like, mm -hmm. niggas don't talk about that shit. Like, just as much pain and frustration and, like, anger that it brings me, it brings me even more. Or maybe not even more. Maybe it's about a balance. Mm -hmm. But it brings me a balance of, like, joy and happiness and, like, a good feeling about myself. It makes me feel good about myself. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a, I think that's a great why. Um, yeah. What do you want, what do you want people to feel when they listen to your music? Um, hopefully, hopefully, one, I want them to feel good if it's just like a bop. Okay. But if it's something that they can, um, if it's relatable, if it's something that they can relate to, I want them to feel seen. Yeah. Because like I've said, it's that's something that I struggle with, feeling seen or feeling heard. Like mm -hmm. I want people to feel like seen and heard and understood and loved even and accepted. Like yeah, that's that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that makes sense because you can hear that in the music loud and clear. Um what is what is your end goal? What is the end goal for Maya Lene? What does that look like? Do you know? Like what is it? Ideally, mm -hmm. 
ideally, and fuck it, because dream big, ideally in the next four years, I want to see myself like on TV, at award shows, number one songs, yeah. like topping the fucking charts, like meeting the people who I, who I only ever seen on TV, yeah. even more than the people that I've met now, yeah. like meeting my um, inspirations and like knowing them on a first name basis like that's my that's my end goal and getting then, invited to the damn rock nation brunch <laughs> with the with the pantsuit with the pantsuit mm. yeah yes <laughs> yes and, that's and my end goal it's gonna happen too it, it's gonna happen sooner than you think to be honest so Definitely. um my this has been uh well sorry i got one more Put the people on. You get one song to make a fan forever. What is one song that people should listen to to become a Maya A fan forever? <sighs> That's hard. <laughs> um, um, I'm like racing in my mind. I can't think of one. I'm going to be honest. Okay. Can, 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 yeah, I can't think of one. I'm okay. sorry. People keep calling me. No, I can't. Fine. Do you have one? It depends on what mood you're in. You 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 know it. What's out right now? You can go listen to popping right now, and it'll mm -hmm. it's a whole vibe. Uh, like you do will give you some. It'll give you a small taste of Maya's vocal range and vocal capability. Okay. Yeah. Um. And but when I hit, uh, it's another song. Is it called Slide or is it? It's called Side My Side. Somewhere the S. You can hear um the the pin. You can hear the pin all of this. Yes that one you, you can step aside you can hear um the pin so there's a variety of ways to hear what maya is capable of and what she's about go okay. listen to any of it but i want to say go listen to popping off because it'll put you okay. in a vibe and then you'll want to listen to something else and be like well what else she got so i think that's yeah. a good hook to bring people in okay um okay. thank you maya this has been honestly just dope as fuck just thank a good you. conversation lots it of insight. Been. yeah it's, it's so it's it's an honor i was excited about this one um just like i am with all the rest of them but i just know yeah. dope people and just want to make you sure do. that they're highlighted um where where can people find you where can people find your music what are your social medias like what should they follow you on so you can find if you look on youtube or itunes spotify like any streaming services you can find me at maya Lene. Mm -hmm. it's m-y-i-a-h space L-Y-N-N-A-E is long as fuck. I'm sorry, my mama just had, she's just a long name, but I love it. Um, um, also on social media, it's the same thing. It used to be my LNA music, but I just kind of wanted to have, you know, a sense of unity about all of my platforms. So um, um, Instagram, it's my LNA as well, M-Y-I-A-H-L-Y-N-N-A-E. And then remember y'all, I'm starting a little YouTube, like we're going to be on YouTube having fun. So come find me subscribe mm -hmm. let me know some songs you want me to sing or remix or something that's gonna be dope so that's maya everybody uh <laughs> i'm glad you were able to meet maya for the first time or meet maya again if you've been here already um i love y'all i appreciate y'all but y'all know that though uh this has been another wonderful episode of insta views i'm my heart is like i feel like i can go do some shit now like i might go hop in the studio or some shit so like i love it is, is, is awesome as fuck. I love it. Thank you, Maya. Yeah. I love you. Uh, big blessings you on your life and, and, you know, everything that's coming is well-deserved. You know what I'm saying? Right back at you. So, um, all right, y'all. 
I love y'all. Y'all know what it is. Stay tuned. Um, new episodes every Monday. Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all, but y'all already know that, though. Um, y'all have a blessed day. We out. Peace. Bye.